Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. Now, usually every episode, Danny creates a room and we run guests through that room, a room full of puzzles and contraptions and conundrums from which they need to escape. But this episode, we're doing something a bit different. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you may remember at the end of our first season, we had a guest puzzle maker, a guest puzzle master, come on and run an episode for Danny and me. We both got to play. Danny did spectacularly. I'm sure I probably <laughs> helped a little bit. And it was, it was great fun. Now, we didn't do that for Children of My Cyrus. It wouldn't have made much sense. But we enjoyed it so much that we've decided to bring him back out of retirement. <laughs> so, Dave, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Can't How are complain. you? I'm doing well, doing well. As I was saying before, my, uh, my household is all sick. My boys both have strep. My wife's got a cold. So uh, if my voice is still going in, in an hour, I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, now, you've brought us a room, but you've also brought us something else. Uh, you've brought us two additional people uh, who've been on the show before, Errol and Manda from the Room Escape Divas. Hi, guys. <laughs> what are you doing here? I don't know. We're the I something the else. Party. <laughs> you didn't invite me. I just forced myself to come. Uh, so, Dave, do you want to explain these uh, these two people that you've brought onto my show against sure. my wishes? Sure. Actually, worked out really well. Given my voice, it's going to give me a chance to be able to blab that much less. Uh, I've got a couple NPCs, non-player characters, that in this room today. And Earl and Manda have been so kind to voice those parts for me. I really appreciate it. Yay! It's always exciting to have more characters in the rooms. Um, okay, well, we're very excited. Uh, I barely need to do any real solving because <laughs> Danny can do it all. Uh, so yeah, I you'd think I'd take advantage of these rare opportunities, wouldn't you? But <laughs> when we do real escape rooms now, I just feel self-conscious and I tend to do really badly. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so without any uh, further ado, why don't we get started? Dave, Let's make this happen. would you like to get us going? That sounds great. Here we go. Well, you suppose it wasn't that bad. You reviewed a lot of escape rooms, and this one wasn't the worst, though it was close. But <laughs> a complimentary playthrough of their new and improved room? And a sizable gift certificate to a nice restaurant. And no obligation to write another review. Yeah, this could be fun. Yeah, we'll crank it up half a star on our website. Hmm. Uh, there's someone here. I'll sign them in. Oh, sign this. And introduce yourself. Oh, uh, oh I'm uh, Hayden. Sign, sign this. <laughs> I think we should. I think a bad review was warranted. I, I sign. Checking in at the tiny, dimly lit lobby, you begin to remember why this place has been struggling. There are no decorations, <laughs> and it smells like wet dog. <laughs> Seems the only airflow it gets is when customers enter, uh, so not very often. The vibe is more like a good place to hide a dead body rather than a place you want to go <laughs> for entertainment. Hi, I'm Veronica. I'm so glad you could make it. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Let's 
let's make things right. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I'm thank you for the free uh the free meal. Is that what we got? A free, yeah, gift free certificate. Meal? Oh, it's my pleasure. Maybe that first room, maybe look, maybe we had a misunderstanding. Oh, you know, nothing that a couple hundred dollars couldn't solve, is what I'm saying. <laughs> of course, of course. Enjoy. You and Veronica go on she like this for nice. a while. <laughs> She acts way too excited to see you, to the point where you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Meanwhile, Hayden, your teenage GM, hasn't looked up from his (laughs) cell phone since you arrived. (laughs) The intro spiel is pretty standard. Mad scientist theme. 60 minutes to escape. Don't break stuff. And you get three clues. You know, the usual stuff. You remember the last time you were in this room? You forgot all about your three clues and uh, really want to remember to use them this time. Mm. Anyway, moments later, Veronica is ushering you into the room and abruptly closes the door behind you. You hear the lock click, then a deadbolt slides shut. Then another. Mm -hmm. Uh Seems excessive, you briefly think, before your escape room instincts take over and you begin to soak in the room. All right. On the right side is a lab bench and a large contraption known as a glove box. There are shelves over the bench. On the left, you see a series of framed portraits. Along the rear wall, you see a bookshelf and a wooden frame. In the center of the room is a large metal structure with a small box sitting beside it. Near the door you just entered, there is a clock on the wall. You may begin. Uh, Okay, Uh, we're ready. We're good to go. Yeah, let's do this. All right. Well, my first instinct, in many ways, I want to check out this door. Were those deadbolts? Did they seem real? So as you look back on the door, it's not the deadbolts that you're worried about. There's not even a knob. It's just a fairly solid sheet of steel or some kind of strong metal. Hmm. I don't think you're getting back out through that way. Okay. Uh, What about the clock next to it? Is that a clock? Near the door you entered is a digital countdown clock, solidly mounted Ah, to the wall. You see these in escape rooms pretty often. Big red digits starting at 60 minutes, and they tell you how long you have left. You remember hearing something during the intro about not having to mess with the clock. Perfect. I mess with the clock. No, you don't. Honestly. How do you expect to leave an honest re-review if you're going to tamper with things? It's rude. Fine. Don't you trust these people? No. They're making an honest effort to improve themselves. Fine. You reward that. Two stars (laughs) out of 20. Um, Okay. Uh, What do you want to look at? Well, you were interested in this empty wooden frame. (laughs) We're going to just bypass the metal structure. Yeah. And go straight to the frame. Let's look at the wooden frame. A large, empty, wooden picture frame hangs on the wall by the bookshelf. The frame has a solid wood backing. Can we, if we press it, does anything happen? You fiddle with it, press it, doesn't seem to move, don't get any any clues out of it, so to speak. Doesn't uh, lift, can we lift it up off the wall and see if there's anything on the back of it? 
it is affixed to the wall. You are unable to remove it. Huh? Damn. That's a, that a good picture. That's a great picture of a frame. Uh, <laughs> what next, Danny? Ha! Let's look at the box. I want to know what this box, oh, the box next to the, the metal in, structure. In the center of the yes. room? You're really avoiding this metal structure. It's I- clearly the centerpiece. All right. What does the box got? On the floor is a small box. Picking it up, it's a rather thin wooden box with cheap-looking hinges and a plastic latch, although it's locked with a large, ornate-looking keyed padlock. You also notice as you pick it up that it's heavier than you expected it would be. Hmm. Interesting. But it's still still very much pickupable. It is. It is. Okay. Uh, what did it have as a lock? Just a, like a key a lock. Padlock, yes. So it would need to need a key to open. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm taking the reins here. Can we look? <sighs> oh, what a good box. Can we look at this metal structure? You sure can. In the center of the room stands a large metal structure, humming slightly. Ooh. It looks familiar, like you've seen it in a movie or science textbook or something like that. The bottom is a heavy steel base, roughly one square meter. A thick, copper-colored cylinder rises up to about head level, where a large, metallic, donut-shaped coil is suspended around the top. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar to you? It's like a a Tesla coil? Or or something? There's got to be something electrical about it. It's humming, it's got a thing around a copper pipe, 100%. It's like a Tesla coil. Well, around a copper pipe sounds like a solenoid to me. It's like a solenoid. But I've never seen a solenoid that big. All right. Well, that seems interesting. But until we have something to prod it with, if I, if, if I prod it or touch it, does the hum do anything to my body? Just getting slightly close to the big weird metal thing, the hair on your arms bristle as ah. if you got a chill. Yeah. You get the distinct feeling that touching it is not a good idea. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Danny's drawn a little person with their hair standing up. I like your abstract clues to yourself. <laughs> Do you want to keep looking around? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I'm avoiding the coolest stuff that seems like it may have the clues that I actually need to think about. So I want to look at this glove box. Glove because box. a science lab shelf, a bookshelf, and some portraits, they sound like they require a lot more thinking. <laughs> That's true. I'm not ready yet. Next to the lab bench. There is a large laboratory glove box. It's a big, airtight, clear plastic box at about bench height. There are a couple holes in the side of the box where you can put your hands into gloves, Ah. allowing you to work with things inside the box without being exposed to them. Okay, it's not just—it's not just like full of nitrile gloves that we were going to pull out. I was wondering why it was such a fancy thing. So, just well, a glove box. See, just where take we some are, gloves. I don't know if this is a thing. The glove box is the part of a car where, like, the little box next to the passenger seat where you—that's what we call it too, and that's yeah. what most Good. normal people would call it. But apparently, scientists—they they call this a glove box. That's the yeah. I've never used it. one of these things. To me, this it's is that very cool nuclear. thing you get to put your hands in in an escape room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is there anything in there that looks fun to touch? Inside the glove box appears to be a vial with a key inside, plugged with a stopper. There's also a hole in the back corner through which the vial would probably fit. If we reach in, can we just pick the vial up and put it in that hole? Or is it too far? 
So, Bill, you, you put your hands in the gloves trying to work the thing out, but as soon as you put your hands in the gloves, you jerk them back. Ew! <laughs> gross! The oh, insides no. of the gloves are all sticky and slimy. Oh, I <laughs> guess I probably should have cleaned those at some point. Oh, well. <laughs> See, if it were like a normal part of an escape room like that I was designing, cool. Oh, look at this. How funny. It's like Nickelodeon slime. But based on, oops, I probably should have cleaned that, I'm a lot more scared about what this was. What color are Bill's hands now? <laughs> Well, he jerked them out fairly quickly. You see a slight yellowish, um, what's the term? Uh, uh, Residue? Uh, jaundice kind of, kind of look to it, uh, but not too bad. I turn to whatever camera is watching us, and I just give it the finger, and I go... Well, hello back finger. to you. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's interesting. Can you tell, sorry, what was, what did it look like was in the vial again? A key. Yes. Oh, a key. It's a key vial. Ah. A radioactive key. I drew the vial too small to draw a key. You'll never fit a key in there. It looks like an F. Um, okay. Uh, well, we're here by the science bench. Let's do us some science. Let's Let's look at the science bench. bench. Not the shelves. Specifically, not the shelves. I refuse to look up. (laughs) Keeping your gaze level, you see a lab workbench (laughs) with a variety of beakers, flasks, and even a Bunsen burner. There's a drawer under the bench top, locked. A Hello Kitty lunchbox sits atop the bench. That's interesting. Ooh. Uh, I pick it up. Is there anything written on the bottom, on the sides, on the top, other than Hello Kitty? Other than Hello Kitty, no. Okay, do you wanna, can we just open it? You can, and as you open Dan- it... Oh, but you wait, just... wait, Danny, Danny. Yeah? You opened this one. But, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, the only problem is I'm still drawing a Bunsen burner. Uh, all right, I'll open this one. You open it and discover it really is a lunchbox. Inside, oh. you find a half-eaten bologna sandwich, an apple, and a handful of salt, pepper, and ketchup packets. Hmm. You ate your lunch in the room, Hayden, <laughs> and left it there? Oh, that's where it went. Huh. wonder if I can get back. <laughs> uh, so there was what? A bologna Salt, sandwich. Pepper. SP and K. Yeah, ketchup or catsup? <laughs> ketchup? Catsup. Catsup. Uh, was there something else I missed? There was an apple. Did you get bologna sandwich half? Huh? An apple. Uh, uh-huh. Apple, 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 apple. All right. Well, that's interesting. I am very decidedly not going to eat any of that. Ooh, but what if there's something in the apple? What if it's a key apple? An oh, apple key? my apple. <laughs> You've got slime hands. You shouldn't be anywhere near anyone's food. Ugh. How's the Bunsen burner and uh, such? Like, I'm especially interested in that Bunsen burner. It's not lit, is it? You um, see a switch on it. You want to give it a shot? Ooh. Yeah, let's do it. It fires right up. it doesn't up. blow up the room. It's a Woo-hoo. fully functioning Bunsen burner. Excellent. I swap it to safety flame. <laughs> <laughs> what about the shelving on top? We've got the shelves on top of this hole. I decidedly am looking up, and I'm going to look at these shelves. There are three shelves above the lab bench. Upon them rest a bunch of bottles and flasks filled with various chemicals. 
On the middle shelf is a small safe. Ooh. Uh, does the safe have, is it like a hotel safe with a number pad on the front, or does it have a cool old-fashioned dial? More like the hotel safe. It's a, a fairly heavy safe. You can't move it. You're not sure how wise it is for it to be on these relatively unsturdy shelves <laughs> that otherwise house a bunch of glass and chemicals and stuff. Mm. But the safe is locked with both a key and a keypad Ooh. to enter a numerical code. You can't really tell okay. if you need both or just one or the other. <laughs> we'll figure it Been out. there. <laughs> Have you? Definitely. Um, okay. Uh, Danny, what are we doing now? Well, I didn't get a chance to look at all of the flasks and beakers that were on the bench because you so hurriedly lifted your head. <sighs> Was there anything interesting about those beakers and flasks? The ones on the bench, yeah, not on the shelves. on the bench. You look back over to the bench. It had the beakers, the flasks, the Bunsen burner, uh, the drawer underneath the bench top that was locked, and, and the lunchbox. And so you take a look at the beakers and the flasks, and there's a, a nice assortment of things you might be able to mix chemicals with. These are all empty down on the bench itself. You're no science whiz, but there seem to be... Various sizes, bunch of bunch of milliliter markings on them. Um, there are beakers and flasks. Perfect. Wonderful. I'm assuming the beakers and flasks on the shelving as well is similar. They're all empty, or are they or are they full of and, stuff? Well, there were bottles that were. Full oh, there were stuff. bottles. The bottles are full of stuff, are they? They are. They are. It looks like stuff you vaguely remember from science class. You pick up a <laughs> bottle at random. Open the lid, give it a quick sniff. It's absolutely oh, repulsive. <laughs> you can't help but throw up in your mouth a little. And so you instinctively put the lid back on. And swear you I'm hear calling someone acid. shortle in the distance. <laughs> you figure it's best not to mess with these until you know what you're looking for. This locked drawer. Let's look at that. It's a four-digit combo lock. And Danny, as she looks at it, tells Bill that the lock is set to 1856. Ah, 1856. A good year. I bet you that. Oh, I bet. But they have the combos. Hayden, have I told you lately that you are a complete idiot? But but nobody gets it. It's challenging. Can we just open it? Does 1856 work? Leaving the original combination, you give the lock a good tug and it opens. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I guess Hayden forgot to reset that one. Inside, you find some additional lab supplies, safety goggles, and a couple of long metal stirring rods. You also find a torch, a flashlight. Intriguing. Well, now, just sorry, just to do the, the first check. When I click this torch, what is the color of the light that comes out of it? Bill, you're so smart. It turns on. The bulb is rather dim, and it is a purplish color. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's good to know. Just in case, just so we know. Well, um, I mean, I'm a little bit skeptical of this room, so I think. But my first act is going to be to take this dim purple torch and just sort of shine it across all of the walls to see if there's anything hidden wanna, on any of the walls. Do you want to do that now? Do you want to wait till we've looked at everything in its non-blacklighted state first 
and then we can do a blacklight search. Well, but if we know this kind of room, lowering <laughs> my voice so that we don't get heard too much, then we might have to be using this blacklight to search every corner. Yeah, okay. It might take us a while. Uh, I just don't want to like get to the paintings. But now it looks like this and not know what it looked like originally. Oh, uh, yeah. I just want to do like the walls and the floor. I don't want to run the blacklight over okay. anything important. Yeah. Is there anything on the blank walls and floor? Sure. I'll say that you're... um. You're doing a cursory review of, of all the exposed surfaces, and so far you're not finding anything. I'll let you know if anything turns up. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Well, uh, do you want to go back? Do you want to look at the rest of the stuff we haven't looked at yet? Yep. All right. What do you reckon? Let's check out this uh, bookshelf. Shelf La of chef de book. Even from a distance, you quickly see that this, quote, bookshelf, is a normal door with a plastic tapestry of a bookshelf glued to the front. <laughs> I, I guess they were going for a bookshelf hiding a secret passage, maybe? I don't know. I'm just going to put hidden in quotation marks, then door. I just put bookshelf in quotation marks. The cheap plastic is fraying in places, and one of the corners Aww. is peeling pretty badly. The door rip it off, itself rip it off, rip it off. looks to be rusted shut, and the knob doesn't even begin to jiggle. Ah. Can we rip off the plastic? So rude. You trying to ruin these people? I gently peel. It's too late. The damage is done. Ah. You are able to peel back one of the frayed corners of the plastic covering pretty far, enough to see a fair chunk of the reverse side. Hey, it looks like Veronica or, or whoever designed this room took some notes on the back of this plastic. Ooh. Most of it just looks like room construction notes, a bunch of scribbled dimensions and color choices. But one phrase stands out to you. UV primes in order, question mark. Again, that's UV primes in order, question mark. Meanwhile, you hear Veronica... Again, over this intercom. That is not for them to look at. Those were my own personal notes. Seriously. Who goes looking behind everything they can get their grubby little hands on? How rude. <laughs> hey, Veronica, my hands wouldn't be grubby if they weren't covered in crud from the gloves. All bets are off, Veronica! Is blinding my ears. <laughs> <laughs> UV primes in order. What are the primes in order? Two? Three? I mean, yes, we could keep going five, for some time if we do seven, that. Eleven. Like, Two, three, five, seven, eleven, that's I it. I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all of them. I'm thinking <laughs> there might be more we can do with that later. Possibly. Portraits. Oh, uh, ultraviolet. Well, yeah, I know that's what UV means. I don't. I just haven't figured out what to do with them yet. We're just going to do the primes in order. Ah. <laughs> All right. Portraits. I want to look at these portraits at last. I'm, yeah. Yes, let's look My at My mood needs to be soothed with some pretty artwork, I hope. Ah, uh, sorry. But you do look at the portraits. A bunch of pictures of old dudes are arranged <laughs> on the wall together in four rows of three. Some Ooh. are in lab coats, and you're pretty sure one is Albert Einstein. 
Discussing okay. a bit, you soon realize that you have no clue who the others are. You hear Veronica's voice in the background. Again, almost as if she is talking to herself. Oh, nincompoops. Don't even know Pastor from Euler. <laughs> uh, it's pronounced Euler. <laughs> just like to point out. I designed out. escape rooms. I know how to pronounce Euler. <laughs> Who was the other one that wasn't? Pastor. Pastor. Oh, like uh, Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur. Gotcha. Inventor of the Pasteur Pipette. <laughs> Inventor of milk, I believe. Inventor of milk. Underneath these pictures is a clue on a plaque reading his birth year. Hmm. Ooh. So, uh, would that be 1856? I wonder if that was 1856. I wonder whose birth year. That's not Einstein's birth year. No, who was born in 1856? Oh, well, lots of scientists, I'm sure. Um, uh, just while we're here, can I take the, the UV uh, torch and shine it over the second, third, fifth uh, <laughs> uh, of the portraits, etc.? You do so. I, I love your logic. I love your logic, but it is uh, fruitless in this case. Damn, fruitless. How about the other ones that he foolishly didn't run the Yeah, UV if I do all the rest, does anything pop up on any of these? It does not. Okay. okay. Well, we've got a UV, we've got an ultraviolet light. Yes. Do you want to go just do a quick sweep of other stuff that we've looked at? We could. Can so I do like a quick fire, does this show anything in, under UV round, Oh, like the em- say the empty picture. Yeah, if we're just like, can we UV the empty picture frame? Anything pop up? Nope. Uh, the bookshelf <laughs> front? Nope. The bookshelf back? No. The clock? When you UV the clock, you do not see anything. <laughs> Well, did that say nothing happened? Yes. I was too busy laughing. Um, what about the door, the metal door? Nothing there either. What about no, the... this is clearly useless. What about the glove box? You shine the UV light on the glove box, but still can't get it. I've been in many an escape room where I've just brute force shined them or asked one of my kids to just mm-hmm. go play with the UV light and see how much they can get. But that was my plan. But not seeing anything. Okay. <laughs> what about last one? What about Danny? <laughs> The white, you don't want to know where that's going to show up. Uh, white on her clothes seems to pop, and she looks more beautiful to you than ever. Wonderful. That's all I needed. Look at Five my star teeth. <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> um, all right, what do you want to do, Danny? What have we, what have we got? We've looked at everything now, haven't we? Yeah, and you know what? Being that I am very suspicious of these puzzles and not in much of a puzzle-solving prime, clearly, I think we should use a clue. Oh, yes. Uh, I turn to the heavens and I say, Veronica, where is my first clue? (sighs) Veronica. Veronica needs to look up clues first. (laughs) Oh, these buffoons. The next step couldn't be more simple. The 56th resonant transformer winding of the brilliant Tesla coil points directly at Nikola's picture. Since he was born in 1856, <laughs> that obviously means to look behind his picture. You know, um, Hayden, tell them, tell them to, I don't know, respect the mustache. Huh? Tell them <laughs> to respect the mustache. Oh, um, uh, um, uh, hello, clue, uh, respect the mouse. Moose. Moose, moose. Respect the moose. God, I should have just said it myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
Respect the moose. All right, let's go respect the moose. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, you know who was a respected, or whose grandfather was a respected moose farmer? Uh, uh, Tesla, right? Exactly. That's a, that's a classic well-known fact. Let's check out Tesla's portrait. I lift it off the wall and I look behind it. You find the one guy, the one picture of a guy with a thick, dark moustache. And you examine the back of it with your UV flashlight. Hmm. Tesla is such a young looking guy. It always looks like he's got a fake moustache. <laughs> Just looks like a kid who's tried to sneak into a science convention by putting on a fake moustache. Sorry, go on. I look behind it with the UV light. <laughs> you find some UV ink, but it is mostly faded. And the nearly dead mm. batteries of the flashlight, the torch, aren't helping matters. <laughs> the spot for the first character just seems to be a short horizontal line across the bottom. The next two are identical. Both look like backwards, lowercase c's. C is in Charlie. Finally, there is a short vertical line. Okay. Uh, so what does that look like? I mean, so this could be, it could be something where, like, it's faded, right? So it could well be that these symbols are just missing yeah. parts of their symbols, right? I would say so. So they could be something like, like a horizontal thing at the bottom. You know, it could be a, it could be a one or a two. A one? Well, like if someone drew their one, like a cool, classy oh, old one that would be one very drawer. fancy, I suppose. Or a two it could also be. Though these backward Cs might also be twos. Or the top half of a, of a three. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a good point. So there's, there's bits, of, but I don't know any, any real way to, to fill that out. Yeah. Though it, is four, it could be four digits. Do we, are we looking for four-digit codes anyway? What are we looking for at the moment? Keys. Clean gloves to wear gloves with. Um, the safe had a padlock oh, yes. and or a and or a keypad. Key so code. maybe this is a code for the safe. Mm, could um, be. Although, yeah, maybe because his birth year, I guess, was just the the solution that was already in place. Mm. Um, uh, good prior knowledge, Veronica. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, do these resemble prime numbers in any way? Oh, are they? Yeah, are, are they? Well, one's not a prime number. Is that two? The base of a two. And then a three, but then the next one's five. Which? Oh, that could be the, the bottom be of a five. The bottom. Oh. And then the, what's the, 11. So 11. Yeah, yeah, that's the four primes. You missed order. seven. Seven. No, seven, seven. Oh, seven's a prime. <laughs> oh, it could be, it's, uh, can a vertical line be a seven? It can be, depending on how it's done. Especially, do we want to? Especially we... if it was a bit more blocky. Than we've drawn. That's we've true. drawn the C's very Oh, yeah, carefully. yeah. If it's, like a, if it's like a, yeah. Can we go to the, uh, to the safe and put in those, put in two, three, five, seven? You hear a beep and a small green light briefly flickers. Woohoo! Nice. However, the safe does not open. Uh, <sighs> okay, so we've got the keypad part. But we still need the padlock thing there. And there was that wooden box that had a padlock on it as well. Now, just to check out both of those padlocks, the one that was on the safe and on the wooden box, do they seem in pretty reasonable condition? Or are they kickable? <laughs> the small flimsy box looks all sorts of destroyable, but the lock itself is pretty sturdy, uh, as is the safe. Okay. Don't just kick that box. No, we're still following the rules. What's the matter with you? Okay, I'm just saying we might need to kick oh. that box. Um, 
Uh, so our options now, really, are: do we think there's anything we're missing, or do we want to ask for a second clue? Because mm. we do need to use all those clues. That's a good point. Um, do you want to? Do you want to ask? All right, let's do it. You have two locks that need a key, and have you seen a key yes. yet? Yes, there's one in the crib. Oh, Can we right. just like, are we allowed to just? I mean, is the glove so disgusting that I can't just use it like a glove and 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 deal with it? So you you stick your hands back in there and try to suffer through the the grossness, but after a few seconds, they start to get a burning sensation. Oh and no! You you just have to pull them back. You you look at them okay. and your 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 index finger has started to blister a little bit. Um, <laughs> You just you don't like the idea of sticking your your actual hands in those gloves. Yeah. Yeah, goodness. Uh do we have anything that operates either as gloves for our gloves or a fake hand? Or a fake hand. So we've got goggles, not so much. Oh Stirring no, did rods. The, were there any gloves in the when we opened the drawer and there were extra safety things, goggles, etc. Were there like nitrile gloves or Yeah, what gloves did you find gloves? in that drawer? You found safety goggles. A couple yep. of long metal stirring rods and your mm-hmm. UV torch. Can we use the rods? Can we like stick a rod in the index finger of each glove and just eh, eh, grab the bar like that? You're welcome like to long, try. Like long chopsticks? <laughs> Danny gives you one of those cocked eyebrows kind of looks, but, but Bill gets to work. And it's not easy, but you are able to stick the stirring rods into the gloves and manipulate the vial. You feel yeah. a bit like you are using chopsticks for the first time. You're actually quite proud of yourself once you're able to get the vial to the hole. Hey. Yeah. Maybe this room isn't so bad after all. <laughs> the vial slips through the hole and falls to the ground with a crash. Glass shatters everywhere. <laughs> Try not to cut yourself on the shards. You reach down and collect the small key. All right. Nice. So, would you like to? Which would you like to gamble on, the safe or the box? Uh, I'll I'll rock paper scissors you for it. Okay, sure. If I win, we're doing the safe. Okay. All right, here we go. There's a paper rock. Oh, I lose. Come on, this is very obvious. What did you say again? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I said the safe. Let's do the. Okay, let's try the key on the box. You find the key is just too small for the padlock on the box. Don't you just love escape rooms where you find a key and mm. there's a whole bunch of different keyed locks and you really have no idea which one it goes to? Ugh. Safe. Safe, safe it safe, is. Safe. 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 Here's safe, hoping this safe, one actually safe. works. So, you go over to the safe, the key fits, and the barrel Ooh. turns. With hey. both the key and the code used, the safe opens. Excellent. Da, 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 da. That's the wrong sound. That's leveling up. (laughs) They were not supposed to get this far. (sighs) It is obviously your fault, Hayden. Yeah, exactly. No matter. Let me just turn the intercom up. Wait, has this been on the whole time? No. Weaseling little twerps. You know what you think. You're so smart. Well, I'm not going to let you ruin this for me like you've ruined my career. Yes, that's right. You and your little review of my room. Dangerous props. Nonsensical puzzles. Over lack of imagination. Balderdash. I could have been great if it weren't for you. But now? Now we will make things right. Didn't like my props, eh? Well, I've added a special prop just for you. 
In the middle of that room is a fully functional Tesla coil. In an hour or so, it will be charged up and ready to go all Emperor Palpatine on your sorry heads. (laughs) As for you, Hayden, I dare say your apathy and incompetence has earned you a date with a 12-gauge shotgun. Sit tight, sugar. What? I'll be right back. Great. <gasps> she's getting him a present. <gasps> Great. No, she's not. She's going to shoot him in the gun. Great. She locked me in. Are you there? Are, this can you lady hear us? is uh, you hear us kind of psycho. I, thi- I, think, I think she's literally going to kill us. Like the real version of literally. Seriously. Um, can you guys like escape and then help me? I mean, yeah, can you just, like, go to the door and, and unpadlock it from the outside? Oh, she locked me in, I think. Uh, I heard it. I could then try you just... it, but then I'd have to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we'll just save the day like always. Does your phone have any reception there, Hayden? No, I can still play my game, though. All right. Well, was there anything actually in this safe besides Veronica's Anger. vitriol? After all that, you almost forgot to look inside the now-open safe. Inside, Mm. you find a dozen flat wooden boards, each about Mm. a square foot, or 30 square centimeters. They each have a last name written on them. You recognize Einstein, Tesla, (laughs) and a few other scientists' names. You also notice that a couple of them have little metallic circles exposed through the wood. Hmm. Uh, can we go to the ones that we recognize? There's an Einstein and a Tesla, which we've already identified, and place them, the wooden frame that we've got over their pictures on the wall. You, you go over to the pictures on the wall. You put um, Einstein over Einstein and Tesla over Tesla, um, but nothing seems to happen. Hmm. Do, the, do, the, do the circles line up to anything? Like, are we now seeing just Einstein's left eye or something like that? Is there, is there anything identifiable under those circles. So you see that the circles are about one centimeter in diameter. They're flush with the wood face in the center of the rear of the board. So on one side, it might say Tesla. And then on the other side, there's a little metal circle in the middle. Ah. Okay, so maybe after we've done it, we like link them up. But it does, so it doesn't go the whole way through the board. No, you can't see it from the front. So does it look like the metal circle, like if we take Tesla's, say, and flip it over, does a metal circle on it look like it lines up with one of the letters of Tesla's name? It does not. Okay. Hey, uh, Hayden. Oh, hi. Do you, do, you, do you know who all these scientists, can you give us a cheat sheet of all these scientists? <laughs> uh... So I remember her saying something about a moose, or was that? Yeah, okay. that? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's thank you. That's a, that's a big help. Okay, I'm still here. <laughs> okay, so so we've got boards with scientists' name on them that definitely seem. And on to the other side, up. there's a circle, yes. pretty much in the center, and and that's the same for all of them. Right? They all have the circle in the center of the back of the. Only two of these boards have oh. this little metal thing, uh, but they are both in the center. Mm-hmm. Whose are they? 
Einstein has one and Pasteur has one. Ah, okay. Perfect. I already have their names written down. Tesla doesn't. None of the others do. So maybe what we need to do is just identify Pasteur. which one is Louis Pasteur. Mm. Which, look, I don't actually know what Louis Pasteur looks like, no. given a picture. So I wonder if there's a way for us to find out. Is there anything like anything that we should know about who the other scientists named on these wooden boards are? No, you you recognize a couple of them, but they're not ringing any bells as far as connecting with anything. Cool. Okay, so what else do we need to do? What else are we looking at? So we still have this empty picture frame. We do still have an empty picture. Oh, do we? Do they? They don't fit into the empty. Like we don't can't like build them into the. Like, is the empty picture frame large enough that we could take these circles, which I'm assuming we have uh, twelve of them, three by four of them, and like put them in? to the large frame to mirror the way the portraits are arranged? As a matter of fact, mm. they look like they would fit quite nicely like that. Oh, okay, wow. Okay, Well done. So, um, do, can we, like, uh, for argument's sake, we can just, like, put them in now. We don't have to, like, know the whole thing. We can stick one or two in. So there's no actual grid. So you start to stack them <sighs> on the bottom, but as you get <laughs> higher and higher, they're kind of falling off. Mm. You can do your best to hold them in. But or can we take the whole frame? No, the frame was attached to the wall, yeah. wasn't it? True. Ah, I should clarify that you guys can put all twelve in there um, at the same time. It takes a bit of holding them in place, but you can do it. Ah, cool. We don't need to. Okay, glue but we them don't know. We don't actually know what the what any the kind layout of order is. Order of them is that's right? true. So we can't. We can put them all in, but not in any meaningful way, I suppose. Well, if we just try to put them all in in our Best guesses. I think I know to... Einstein. I know what he looks like. Nice. Yep. We've got Einstein. And we've now, got... thanks to Hayden. Thank you, Thank Hayden. you, Hayden. You're, you're really helpful. He's on you should. Pictures. You're a true treasure. Does a... Before we picked up the Tesla one, we flipped it over and it had stuff on the back. Are any of the other ones, if we flip them over, labelled as to who they are? Good idea, but no. You don't see anything else on the back. Ah. You know Einstein, which has one of these little metal symbols on the back, little metal something or other circles. Mm. Yes. And then you know Does Tesla. Einstein's picture have a little metal thing on the back? It does not. If we flip Einstein over, mm. then we could have figured mm-hmm. out who Pasteur was. Mm. Um, so we know where Einstein is, but we don't know where Pasteur is. So we can't, like, get both. And there's nothing about Einstein's that seems to indicate... Like, oh, because he had the circle, like, and he's here, like... <sighs> you used the technique earlier um, when you first discovered Evie? the torch. Are you, yeah. are you asking me where Einstein is on those portraits? Yeah, in the portraits. Which one's Einstein? You're looking at the portraits. Isn't he at the bottom center? The one that looks like Ooh. Einstein? <laughs> You're right. Oh, what a smart guy. Congratulations, Hayden. <laughs> You're so cool. And which one was Tesla? And which one's Tesla? I don't know. Damn. Tesla is in the top right. Okay, Okay, so if we flip those pictures and then look at the back of them with a UV torch, is that a thing? You still see the the chicken scratch that was there behind Tesla, Mm. but that's it. Mm. Is there anything on these wooden blocks with the UV torch? No, no. Nah. If I use the UV torch to smash the pictures, 
So you have yep. one block with a metal something on it that you know where it goes. And then you have yes. one other yes. that you don't know where it goes. And then you have ten other that don't seem to have mm. any distinguishing feature. And you don't know where any mm. of those go either. Are we no. going to have to trial and error this? Ugh. Um, <laughs> I hope not. That's a lot of permutations. Well, I mean, not if only two of them are important. That's true. Like, maybe this is a we've got two digits of a three-digit code and can just guess what the last one is sort of, sort maybe. of business. Maybe. Well, so you think maybe we put Einstein where Einstein is and then just swap Move out... Move the other one around for a while. ...the spare one to every single spot? This is so perfectly capturing the escape room mentality where you don't know whether you can trust the room or not. <laughs> so Danny acts on that instinct, places Einstein in place, and spends a few seconds randomly sliding the other magnet around the frame. And soon, you hear a loud click behind the nearby <laughs> door. Ah, the good ah. Uh, does that open now? It does not. The uh, door is mm. still rusted shut. The doorknob. Hmm. Hayden, is this meant to open? I th- I think so. I'm. I. Hey, you know what might corrode that thing? What? Some glove some juice. Some glove juice. Oh God! Why did I say that? Can we put some glove juice on the door handle? You you scoop out a little bit of of glove juice with the long <laughs> stirring rod and <sighs> put it on the on the door. It does sizzle just the slightest bit, but the the lock is still rusted shut. I think you're going to need yeah. something is a there... little higher strength. I was going to say, back to those chemical bottles on the shelf, is there anything that has a bit of a warning, very corrosive to rust label? <laughs> you uh, browse around, looking all over the place, but you, you see some stuff that says acid on it, but... You just don't have confidence with uh with any of that to go yeah, to go that's messing. Fair. Maybe if you had some more specific knowledge to uh mm. to yeah. to say a Dannyism. I think <laughs> I think I was told everybody has to solve everything in the room before going to the next room. Was that right? I I don't know. I'm still stuck here. Thanks, Hayden. Okay. okay, so let's solve everything. What haven't we solved in this room? Well, let's tick some stuff off here. I gotta say, I heard that as you've got to dissolve everything in the room. <gasps> let's dissolve so... everything in the room. Um, we've kind of uh... done the glove box. The clock so far seems to just be a clock, but maybe it's not because it is there. Yeah, how is that clock going? What does that clock say? It's broken. <laughs> uh, does it have a time on it? That the clock? clock is still going strong. You uh, have... 28 minutes left on the clock. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Okay. Okay, so we use the picture frame. I can tick that one. We've still got this wooden box and the Tesla coil. Yeah, Mm. let's punch the Tesla coil. And the Bunsen. No, the Tesla coil is going to kill us. And the food. And the food. Don't don't touch my sandwich. I take a bite of the sandwich. Defiance. A defiant bite. (laughs) You get Hayden's diseases. Oh no, how do I solve the room now? Um, you do okay. still have that box. And a Tesla yes. coil. And a Bunsen burner. Let's break the box. Let's break that box, let's break that box. I break the box. I jump on it. I kick it. 
Break it. Fair to say that Veronica's rules don't really apply anymore. Honestly, it's a bit cathartic to be able to finally (laughs) open such a box the way that your instincts have always told you. By (laughs) smashing it. Bill gives it a good kick. It splinters into pieces. And inside you you find a book titled Practical Chemistry. Oh no, Verona's going to get mad at me now. Yeah, she might even shoot you with a shotgun. Practical Chemistry. This is making me feel like such a wuss. Even a threat of death, I won't smash things. (laughs) (laughs) I searched the, is there anything in the index about rust? Thumbing through the index under rust, you managed to get to a section on hydrochloric acid. Apparently, this stuff is good for dissolving rust, and there's even instructions on how to make it. It requires sodium and sulfuric acid. Yeah, intriguing. Uh, well, we got, uh, we got sodium chloride. We In, got some salt. We do have we some, got some salt. salt. Is there sulfuric acid on the shelf? There is sulfuric acid on the shelf. Not a lot, but there's some. Uh, let's uh, let's mix those babies. In yeah, okay. Beaker. We've got some empty beakers. Uh, I assume, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed here, that the amounts of said chemicals that we need correspond to beakers and such, so we don't have any problems there. Using the salt packets to uh, sub in for the missing and empty sodium bottle, you are able to follow the book's instructions. You mix them up in a distill flask then heat the cocktail over the Bunsen burner. Before long, you have a precious few milliliters of fluid that you can only hope is hydrochloric acid. <laughs> drink it. Drink it, drink it, drink it. Get the strength, get the powers of it. Become hydrochloric acid man. I'm, ri- I'm writing out the formula. <laughs> oh, don't drink that, <laughs> Mr. Uh, man. Uh? Uh? Yeah, that looks about right. Hold on. <laughs> what What? what, what? Uh? H2SO4 plus 2NaCl equals 2HCl plus Na2SO4, yeah. That seems to make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah, chemistry. I'm having fun. (laughs) Cool, so let's chuck that HCl. You pour the hydrochloric acid on the rust, and it works Mm -hmm. like a charm. The rust dissolves into a thin black powder, allowing the knob to turn freely. The door opens, assuming you want to open it. And you step (laughs) into a back room. On either side of the door you are entering stands two huge metal statues. On the left is some sort of machine. Along the right wall (laughs) is a very large blank picture frame and Hmm. a floor lamp. On the back wall (laughs) is another door with chains on it. Sitting near the door is a large treasure chest. I want to go look at that treasure chest. Sitting by the back door is a large, ornate treasure chest. It is locked with a gold-colored combo lock. Ooh. How many numbers? Five. And the whole thing looks pretty solid. Not uh, smashable. I throw the bologna sandwich at it. (laughs) Poor Hayden. You hate that sandwich. Or Hayden. Which is it? Both. Huh. Neither. Um, okay, well, let's, let's keep looking around. What about these big metal flanking statues? Looking back at the door you just came through, there are two huge stone statues clad in suits of armor, one on each side of the doorway. They are ornate and 
very heavy. You know, mm. Veronica spent like a lot of money on them for a room she couldn't get to work out or whatever. Something about not wanting them to go to waste. I, I go to their waste and I punch it. I punch the waste. Why are you doing that? Everything's a clue, Hayden. Oh. Bill, your hand is now yellow, black, and blue. <laughs> um, perfect. Brilliant. How does this empty picture frame compare to the last? That is an excellent question. It's even bigger and even more empty. Because taking up most of the right wall is a huge frame, about three meters long and a meter and a half tall. There appears to be nothing inside the frame, just more wall. There is a silver padlock at the bottom center of the frame. Oh, what? Can we, like, tell what it's meant to be concealing or holding close? Maybe it's fake wall. Maybe, like, when we get the padlock open, we can lift the whole thing and it's yeah, all fake wall. could and be. there's another room. Can we try the key that we have already used in the last room on this one, just so you, in case they doubled up? You take a look at this lock, and a latch seems to secure the part of the wall inside the frame to the part of the wall outside the frame. You do Ooh. need a key to open the padlock on the latch. However, the key to the safe does not work. Hmm. Now, those statues, do you think that they're important or... Sorry, I'm jumping. You may have to edit around No, no, that's this. fine. So we'll go back to yeah. the statues because well, I don't know what to do with this frame. Honestly, like, is there anything about the statues or if Veronica just didn't want them to go to waste, are they just... I mean, they're just... Some <laughs> of those decorations that don't do anything but look really important. Maybe. I wonder if maybe we need to, like, tweak, like, you know, if, does, if I start messing around Spider-Man with... Spider-Man I know, we're Spider-Man. If I mess around with the statues, is there anything that's, like, movable? Can I turn their heads or flick their hands or take off their armor? <laughs> I'd have done the same thing, but you know what? It's so heavy and so solid, you can't move a thing. Every detail of the armor just seems to be fixed in place. Hmm. Okay. So once we finish this, if we've got time to spare before everything explodes, we'll throw some acid on them. Definitely. Uh, let's check out this machine. Yeah, I haven't, I don't, I just drew on a square because I don't know what to draw for it yet. This may not help. <laughs> Up against the middle of the left wall is a huge machine. The innards are half exposed, giving it a bit of an automobile engine feel. In fact, mm. there's what looks like a car battery connected to it. Well, it's half connected. The red terminals on the battery and machine are connected, but there is nothing connecting the black ones. Also mm. of note, on the front is a long vertical slot with a zero at the bottom and 100 at the top. Hmm. Is there anything coming out of that? Like, is there a lever coming out of the slot? Or is it, it just a It looks slot? like you put a lever there, maybe, but it's empty. Does a stirring rod fit in there? The, the lever would be much larger than the stirring rod. Okay. Stirring, the, the slot would, would consume the rod. <laughs> All right. And I suppose let's just quickly, mm -hmm. just to get it done, mm -hmm. let's look at this chain door. Yep, chain hand door. Hand door, hand hook, chain door. At the back of this second room is another door. The door and frame is covered in a web of heavy link chain, routed through a series of large eye bolts so that it completely Ooh. blocks the door. The bottom of the chain is bolted to the floor. Above the door 
at the top of the chain and behind a final eye bolt are a series of six combo locks. That's a lot of combo locks! Goodness. Ah. Okay. Well, this is the only door that I've seen out. Hey, Hayden, does this door lead out? Uh, you know, I haven't even been in that room. Nobody's ever gotten there. Oh, man. Well, here's hoping this is the way out, because it's the only one I can see outside of aciding the floor and digging. Yeah. Uh, Hayden, just giving you some forewarning. Uh Uh-huh. I'm about to smash that apple. Oh. I'm just going to smash it good. I hope you don't like apples, because I'm going to smash that apple good. I jump on the apple. No. Smash it up. Smash it. Smash that apple. Because it's got something inside. Uh, It may not, but if it does, I want it. Smash that apple. You you sit the apple on the ground, jump up, and give it a good smash. The the apple smushes quite a bit, but it has enough Uh. mass that it just doesn't smush flat. In fact, you come down a little awkwardly. You may have twisted your ankle, karma, karma, karma. (laughs) 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 Not everything is a smash job. Uh, I say, say, okay, Hayden, I'm very sorry about the apple. That was an oversight. But But good news. But I am going to smash your bologna sandwich. I put this bologna sandwich on the ground, I smash it. You jump up on your twisted ankle. You come down cleanly on the bologna sandwich, but slip and <laughs> lands on your on your cossacks, and you're you're you just, you just hurt. You're oh. becoming everything you hate. <laughs> <laughs> now, the one thing I think that we still haven't looked at is this floor light. Oh, yeah, there's a floor light. Sorry, I shouldn't have smashed your apple. <laughs> Not much to say about the lamp, the floor lights. It looks like a fairly ordinary floor lamp plugged into an outlet on the wall. Oh, an outlet. Oh, no. Now, if I know anything about bad escape room tropes, <laughs> I think we need to stick something into that outlet uh, <laughs> and kill ourselves. Oh, no, there's a battery. <laughs> That's, oh, no. Uh, I'm worried it's going to be related, even though I've drawn them at opposite ends of the room. But the light is working? It does. You flip it on and it brightens up that area of the room a little bit. So what do we need to do? What do we have? We've we got a... Do we have any clues left? Oh, yeah, we do, I think. We have one more clue, don't we? Um, Hayden, Hayden, give me your clue. I think people start at the frame. Yeah. I kick the frame. You kick the frame and you notice it definitely has some give to it. Hmm. Oh, can I open it a little? Again. <sighs> Does the, and this lock is like if it feels like there's a hidden door of some sort here. Is the the lock is actually holding it closed? Oh yeah, we can't just lift the whole thing. Lock included. So you start messing around, uh, seeing what what gives and what doesn't, and you find that the wall inside the frame definitely has some give, particularly the corners which you're guessing seem to be the furthest from whatever points are holding it in place, they, okay. they push pretty far in, at least the length of your hand. Though it is too Whoa. dark to see what's back there. Oh, can we pick up the floor lamp and hold it to see through the corners? Great idea, but the, it just doesn't get there. The cord's not long enough. Hey, Hayden, can you turn any light switch that you see in the room? Do you have any light switches how about, in there? How about the Bunsen burner? Oh, no, the Bunsen <laughs> That's Surely that's going to stay with the gas or something. Is there a flashlight in that room? Can't remember. Is there a flashlight in this room? 
Or a mm. handhold light. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a footlight. Neither of the statues are carrying torches, are they? Yeah, the statues carrying torches. Mm. Are they maglite statues? No, the only torch in this place was the, the UV that you used previously. Are the, is the UV torch and the, and the lamp so similar size that we can swap swappable? out the bulbs? Or would that be nonsense? No, the uh, UV light is much smaller. Mm. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> um, we does the used- UV light work? Does that light anything? That doesn't light stuff up enough to see, does it? You uh, try to shine the UV light behind the frame. It doesn't really light much. You're able to see that it looks like, you know, studded wall, kind of like framed out wall that hasn't been drywalled yet. Uh, But as you're using the UV light in that area, it shines on the frame itself. And you see a secret message. Secret message. Let's go. The key is contained in the molecular formulae of the chemicals on the bottom shelf. Ooh. The key is contained. Oh my god, why did I try writing this in a limited space? The key in molec form of B-shelf chem. Obviously. Uh, I'm going to go to the B-shelf and look at the chems. (laughs) Unfortunately, the chems on the B-shelf are all mixed up from everything you've been doing already. Oh, no. You really have no idea what the original setting might have been. Uh, hey, um, hey, Dan. Oh, hey. Hey, Dan. Do you have, like, a room reset guide? Oh, uh, yeah. I wrote it on this chip bag. (laughs) Uh. Can you go to subheading uh, B-shelf chem and see how they were rearranged, originally arranged? Chem, comma, B-shelf. Uh, yeah. Um, so make sure the graffiti starts with a G. Graffiti. Yep. And Graphite. the hip <laughs> The what, sorry? The hip hip Clarity. The, it starts with an H. Oh, the next one is potassium. <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> anyway, those are the only three things. Okay. Uh, if on the on the B shelf chems, um, do we see graphite, hypochlorite, chlorite, hypochlorite? Yep. And and uh, and potassium. They're not all on the bottom shelf anymore, but you do find all three of those bottles. Hell yeah, thanks, Okay. Uh, do they have the chemical formula written out there? They do. Graphite What's the chemical is formula for each of these? Graphite's just carbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hypochlorite, Hypochlorite uh, is uh, H-C... I don't, I don't know. What was it? It's uh, C-L-O. C, then a lowercase L, then O. Yep. Mm-hmm. And potassium is, you guys are so smart, remember that one? Gay. It's a k- hey, it says clock. It says sort of. It says clock. It says k-clo. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, clock. That helps. Uh, Let's take a look at that clock Does again. the clock still say 28 minutes? Uh, no. Let's it's... smash the clock. It's in the clock. Smash it. It's down to uh. 14 minutes now. And... Smash it faster. <laughs> <laughs> You try to smash it, and you actually realize it's 
really solid. There's very sturdy metal sides that are screwed together firmly. You uh, mm-hmm. try your best, but you can't get can't get it to stop ticking. Now mm-hmm. thirteen forty-five. <laughs> All right. Well, it is contained in it. How do we make it non-contained in it? Well, time is contained in a clock. Do we? Is there? <laughs> can we put time as a digit code somewhere? Um. So the chest needs a five-digit code. Oh, did did the chest the chest needs a five-digit code? Is it five letters or five digits? Oh. Five digits. <laughs> nice try. Uh, Stupid clock. The key is in the molecular formula of the bottom shelf chemistry. So we found out that's clock, but we know we don't have a screwdriver. We had a screwdriver. We could unscrew this clock. Indeed. We do not have a screwdriver. Where could we find? What haven't I ticked? Still haven't done any ticks on the Tesla coil itself. Yeah, is there anything like fronging around with that Tesla coil? Is there a a screwdriver sticking out the side of it? There is not. Mm. You do notice that it's humming a little bit louder than it was. Uh, Ah. All right. Uh, The car battery thing, we haven't done anything with either. What were you? You had great instincts over by that huge frame before. What were you doing there? We were trying to, we were trying to like look in it by by opening it, just like. Oh, that's right. We we're trying. And to also look in with it. the UV light. Is there other stuff with the UV light in that room? We haven't really UV'd other stuff. Good point. I Is there anything else in that UV room on the here. walls, on the statues that pops up with a UV light? Uh, Bill grabs the UV light and starts to just brute force shine around everything, mm-hmm. while Danny sticks on that frame. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, you guys were. You had realized that you could push it back at the corners, and it pushed back a good hand's length in, but you can't really see what's there. Oh, blind reaching. Blind reaching? You could do some blind reaching. You reach in one corner, you reach down, you feel something, and pull back, and you you see that you've got cobwebs on your your hands now. Of course. You you reach down on the other uh, corner, and you feel some sort of box with a handle on the top. Ooh. <gasps> you lift it up, but it is too large to fit through the opening. Mm. You do see, though, that clipped in a slot on the outside of the box, you find a very small screwdriver. Hey! hey the take kind it. that take is barely longer than your finger, used on computers and wristwatches and stuff like that. Uh, we take the screwdriver. Yeah, can we just slide that little thing out? You slide that little thing out. And we go to the clock. And we open that baby up, giving ourselves 30 more minutes. Yeah, we've reset the timer. We don't want to look inside. We just, yeah, want more time. It goes against all your escape room enthusiast instincts to mess with the clock. But hey, hmm. desperate times, desperate measures. <laughs> You're able to unscrew the faceplate from the clock and can see inside. Hidden amongst the innards, you find a silver key. Woohoo! Uh, we use it to open the frame, right? Give it a go. The latch opens, and the entire bottom part of the framed wall rapidly swings upward, clocking Ow. Bill in the head. Ow. He's having a bad day. You're, yeah, you're just a ball of injuries and corroded hands today. Shouldn't have touched my apple. <laughs> <laughs> The whole inside of the frame flips on a horizontal axis, and you can now see the other side. 
What was an eerily empty span of wall is now an extremely busy display of puzzles. Ooh. Puzzles! You have to take a few steps back to soak it all in. There are now six huge puzzles within the frame, Ah. each blown up to poster size. Excellent. Well, the chain door had six locks sitting on top, so I'm guessing that that's going to be related. Yeah. Uh, Can we, are these puzzles lookatable and solvable? They are lookatable, at least. Um, (laughs) There is a Sudoku that only has nine starter digits. (laughs) There is a super hard cryptic crossword, as if there's any other kind. There's (laughs) a 1,000 by 1,000 letter word search grid with no (laughs) word bank. There's a really dense maze. There's an impossibly short cryptogram. And you notice that this one has a little star hand-drawn on the bottom right corner. And finally... (laughs) You see a regular crossword in a foreign language you don't recognize. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, okay. Um, there's a star on that on that cryptogram. Yeah, that makes it look more important than the rest. Or maybe it means there's a note that's been made. Uh, I say, <clears throat> uh, Hayden, uh, Hayden, my good friend, oh, my good, my good uh, friend, Hayden. Uh, do you have any notes about this cryptogram? Can I talk to the other person? You. Ugh. Hurt my apple. You ask, Danny. <laughs> gotcha. So, Hayden. Hi. You've been the best so far. Thank um, you. Now, we've found a few things in here, and they're confusing our little brains. One of them is called a, um, a creatogram. And there's, there's a pretty little star. I don't know. There's a star on it, though. And Did you read it? We thought... Yeah, what does the cryptogram say? Oh, reading. It's incredibly short. You read the short cryptogram. It reads, you might want to write this down, D-R-O-W-R-E-P-S-R-E-T-T-E-L-O-B-M-O-C-N-E-D-L-O-G. I don't know Yeah, I've got Drow Reps Reddell Obmok. Nedlog. Nedlog. Sounds good. Okay. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Mm, okay. Okay. So, uh, Hayden, it says Drow Reps Reddle Nedlog. I don't speak Greek. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, is that, is, that, is that anything? Are there hidden letters in there, Danny? Or like hidden words? Mm. <laughs> is it one giant anagram? <laughs> <laughs> And had a star. I got it. I, I got it. Oh, you got it? I got it. Where, how, <sighs> how'd you get it? Because I'm a great person. That was really fast. <laughs> Basically, the way that I've written down, uh, I have E-T-T-E-L on its own line. And I oh, went... Oh, which says letter. Hey, that looks like it almost is an yes. anagram. Golden combo letter... Letters. Letters. Per word. And then I realized going backwards was a good idea. That is the entire Drow Rep Sreddle Obmok Nedlog backwards. If you read it backwards, you get 
golden, golden combo, combo letters, letters rep, uh, per, per word. word. Oh. Okay. So the golden combo, which is a golden combo, is letters per word. And we, so we can count up the number oh, of letters of in each of these words, of which there are five, and get Excellent. the golden combo. So uh, golden is one, two, three, six. four, six. Uh, Obmok is five. five. Sretel is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Uh, three. Rep is three. And oh. Drow is four. So can we try? What do you think? Forwards or backwards? Oh, good point. Um, I would try starting with the six first. So on the golden combo. Yeah, can we try going over to the treasure chest with the big fancy gold five-digit lock? Six, five, seven, three, four. That combination works. Very nicely done. All right, let's open this baby. Inside, you find a long handle. It looks like eh, sort of like a pole you would use to work a car jack, but a little longer. Uh, let's stick it in the machine. Yeah, it sounds like we should go zero to 100 yeah. or thereabouts on we, this thing. We, we, we jam it into that zero to 100 section of the machine. Only half of the battery's plugged jam in. It. I wonder if this will even work. Jam it! It takes some finagling, but you manage to reattach the long handle back into the slot. It is at the zero position. Crank it! Hundred! 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 You start to push it up. It doesn't seem to go. It gives just the slightest bit, but you're uh, as as Bill tries to push it, he's doesn't quite have the strength to push it. And, and, and what about and yeah? What about when head. I try to do it? <laughs> when Danny tries, it goes much further, but still wow. doesn't really go much of anywhere. Okay, so maybe we need to turn this thing on. We need a we need a. Can we take the plug for the lamp? And just glonk that baby up and, and attach it to the, uh, to the battery in the machine to connect the black nodes. <laughs> Your escape room instincts are, are excellent in thinking, yes, let's just glonk that up. But unfortunately, <laughs> your uh, practical knowledge of actually glonking is well represented in that word. You really don't know how to go about that. Nor do you seem uh, to have the tools to do so. The tools, yeah. If we had like pliers, we could like, well, mm. and like so we could cut off the ends and then like get the get the get the cord, like uh, yes. get the actual wire and then connect it. But we don't. If only you'd encountered something that might help in that regard. Uh, metal rod. Perhaps something previously uh, irretrievable. That box, which oh. we can now get. Let's get the yeah, whole box. I remembered that when we opened Let's it, and then get I forgot. The, the puzzles distracted me. We half twist the painting and we reach in, we grab the box, we retrieve the box. And you find it to be a toolbox. Opening it, you see a variety of handyman tools. Wrenches, hammer, screwdrivers, wire cutters, pliers and such. You also see a book titled Electricians for Dummies. How to glonk. I'll take that. Let's look up glonking in the index. Yeah, can we go to the index and look up glonk? With your, your pliers, your wire cutters, you are now um, tradesman glonkers. Woo-hoo! All right. So with our newfound understanding, can we, yeah, cut the ends off the wire, pliers, strip the insulation, whatever we need to do, get the, get the copper out, get the metal out, get the whatever the wires are made out of, and connect the two black ends of the battery to the battery to the battery. And other such words? You wind the exposed ends of the lamp cord around both terminals, and a few bulbs on the machine light up. 
You can only hope the lamp cord holds up. It's thinner than you are used to seeing on car batteries. <laughs> hmm. I mean, in my experience of car batteries, that's true. This, <laughs> this is cause for concern. Uh, hey, Danny. Hundred? Hundred! 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 So, again, as you individually try to push this, this lever up, you are barely able to get at the budge. Individualies for losers, let's do it together! As you both put your weight into it, it slowly starts to slide upward. You hear a humming from the other room, and realize that this seems to be accelerating the charge of the Tesla coil! You instinctively let up. The lever falls back to zero, and the coil stops its louder humming. So we've got a Tesla charger. Yeah, okay, so we now have all of the electricity explosions that we want. Oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, um, so we now have control to really crank that Tesla mm. coil. Uh, is there anything we need to crank a Tesla coil for? I don't know. Ooh! No. Ooh, no. <laughs> We've got a chain on a door, and the chain has lots of things. With our newfound toolbox, can we, uh, can we, can we detach that chain from the door? You look at the eye bolts that are on the door itself, and they're fixed pretty good. They don't seem to be going anywhere. But you notice that the bottom plate that's securing the chain at the bottom, that's uh, just bolted on to kind of clamp the chain in place. Using well, your. Yes. Yeah. You Deep find bolts. an adjustable wrench in the toolbox and make short work of it. You're able to loosen the bolts, securing the chain to the floor. Love it. Cool. So now okay. can we. Sorry, yeah. do you have a plan? Oh, I was just going to unloop a yeah, lot like of chains. Unloop the chain. Can we like unloop the chain so it's one long chain? You sure can. Pulling from the top of the chain, now that the bottom has been freed, allows the chain to snake its way through all the eye bolts in reverse. It's a heavy chain, and it takes some effort, but you get it all out. You've now got this really heavy chain. It's large. It's about, uh, I'd say... Maybe the length from here to the Tesla coil? A dozen to, to 16 feet. I'm um, sorry, um, hmm. five meters maybe. That, that's cool. Um, oh. Feet is acceptable. Uh, I th- yes, Mr. Panettieri? I think I hear something. Oh, uh-huh. no. Someone's at the oh. door. Oh, <laughs> it's you. Hey, <laughs> don't point that thing at my phone. I'm not pointing it at your phone, dimwit. I'm pointing it at you. Hiring you was the one mistake I made when I created this place. Everything else was perfect. But now, I will correct my mistake. No longer will I have an assistant that ignores clients because they think they just got an epic rifle from Tilted Tomatoes. But, but it was epic. Or refuses to read more than the first 140 characters of any of my correspondence. Or won't pick up <laughs> any phone that has a cord attached to it. Veronica continues on like this, berating Hayden. He probably deserves the tongue lashing, but certainly not, not the, the shotgun. You need to get Veronica's attention away from Hayden. And quick. Let's put, the co- let's put the chain on the Tesla coil so it's linked to the door and the Tesla coil, then crank that baby up and explode the door. Oh, That's God. how Tesla coils work, I'm pretty sure. Does the chain reach the Tesla coil? Um, it's free. 
Oh. So you could... Can um, we also just open the door? Does the door just open? There were six things on top of it. The back door is still locked. That yeah. had the chain okay. on it. It does have six You're combo locks uh, attached to the end. You're still holding your phone even in all of this? God. Oh, mm. guys, uh, I need some I help. I want to crank that Tesla coil in the chain. Yeah, there must Tesla be something to chain. do with it. Help it's a metal me. Oh, the front door's a metal door. Can we connect the Tesla coil in the front door? Ooh. And then just crank that metal chain. Uh, uh, crank oh, that. I just can't get you coil? out of my head. I'm just all oh, focuses on you. I just. Gosh, how does this <laughs> work? I wish I just. Uh, I should have. Hey, Veronica. Use this. Hey, Veronica, you suck. Oh, yeah, where is there? I suck. Do I? I suck. I'm the yeah. one who has yeah. locked you in there, and I'm the one who sucks, huh? Yes, that's true. Oh. These are all facts. Well, let me just show you how much I suck. I will come in there and just show you. Oh, yeah? I bet you can't. Bet you're too dumb to even open this door and let us out. Oh, I'm not going to let you out, but I will come in there and show you what it like. How much science went into this shotgun, let me tell you what. Yeah, Ooh. come in. Which, which door is she going to come in? She's going to come think, in the front door. Let's hold I the chain. I think you really made let's, her let's mad, guys. Oh, She's I was just, just like going to exploit the Tesla coil at her. With a shotgun <laughs> mad. Oh, she just stormed out. And she's heading your way. Oh, but she left the door open. <laughs> okay. Get out of there. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. All right, we saved the cheerleader, okay. save the world. Right, now. Moments later, you hear the deadbolts turning on the front door. Crank, get, thing. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. <laughs> Instinctively, you close the middle door and hold it yeah. shut. Yeah, right. Come All right, on, Veronica is I now crank. trying to push the door open, but you're oh. able to hold it Come for now. On. Oh, chain the door, chain the door. Can we chain this door shut? Ooh. To give us time to crank it? All right, so um, who wants to hold the door? Oh, oh, we chain the door. Can we just like uh, tie the chain around the two, ah, the two statues? Ah, the sta- immovable statues. Because they can't be moved. Should and now there's a chain across the statues holding the door closed. And then we can both go to the crank. And a hundred, and a hundred her to death. So Danny has proven herself the stronger one based on the, uh, the lever. So she well. stays there holding the door while Bill grabs the chain. Love your idea. Yeah. Let's try this. You chain the... Tied around there? You tie around the, 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 the... Oh, nice. The waist. <laughs> and um, you give, the, you give the, the chains a strong test. The door may open slightly, but once it hits these chains, you suspect it will hold fast. So exactly what you're doing now? Excellent. 100, 100, 100, 100. We're cranking it to 100. We both have to 100. We take take the crank. We put our hands on it. I put my hand down. You put your hand down. We put all seven of our hands on it. Put all seven of our hands on it. We we start to crank. We lift it up to 100. With the chain in place, you both push on the handle with all your might. Meanwhile, Veronica wedges the barrel of her shotgun through the door opening. Hooyah! Fortunately, at that angle, she can't shoot you, but she can fire at the chains on the statue. The shots pierce your eardrums, but fortunately, nothing else. As she pauses to reload, you see the lever slowly climb past 50%. All right, who wants a shotgun treat? I- Wait, what's that humming? Are you- Oh, oh no. Desperately, Veronica unloads another slug into the chains, still with no success. She then flips around the shotgun, driving the wooden stock through the opening like a crowbar, and starts prying. Uh The chains start to unravel, but it's too late. 
You raise the bar to full strength, and the Tesla coil crackles to life. The front room glows blue with arcs of electricity. <laughs> oh, you cursed brat! Look what you've done! Oh, what a world! What a world! <laughs> I'm Behind the door. Behind the door, you can't see Veronica, nor do you think you'd want to. After a moment, her cries subside, and the handle of the shotgun slides down to the floor. <laughs> Even as you let off the lever, though, the Tesla coil still crackles away in the other room. The only way out seems to be the now unchained door in the back, mm. though it's still locked. Not locked for long. I take that shotgun from the door. I pull it through, handle first. I shoot the door. As you fire the weapon at the rear door, the wood around the lock splinters into oh. pieces. You are free. Wow. Congratulations. So what do you do? Oh, we give it a uh, one-star review on Yelp. And go no, home. Are you kidding? That's clearly not what we do. This had some pretty decent stuff and some pretty expensive stuff to it. I think that we hide Veronica's dead body. And we, take over. And we take over and make this <laughs> wow. a real place. She can be one of the new props. Although, Hayden, you are fired. But I'll get you an apple for severance. Hayden actually <laughs> has, has left. He did indeed flee the building. I tweeted at him. <laughs> you owe me. Oh, uh, wonderful! Apple. We've done it. We escaped with our lives, so and I think performed escape this podcast first on air murder. <laughs> I just, I just want to go on record as saying that when we beta tested, I wanted to call the cops. <laughs> so we, oh, why say, did you want? say I? Uh, <laughs> Hi, we cops! I just murdered a woman. <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody yeah, that's, else that's run this room has called 911 or triple zero, an emergency line. Uh, you're the first. This is this is genius. You just uh, hit the body. I'm, I'm a capitalist at heart. It's quite brilliant. <laughs> um, that, was, that was a huge amount of fun. Thank you, Dave. That was really good. Woo! You guys did awesome. So impressive. And thank so you. much to my over-talented, underpaid voice actors. That was Absolutely. fantastic. You didn't Great cringe work. when we kept uh, improving our lines. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't write that. I didn't hear you not say the word mustache. Like, I heard you say (laughs) moose, and then in my, like, I was reading the thing to make sure I had everything, and then so I didn't hear you not complete it. So afterwards, I was like, oh, Tash! Tash! (laughs) It's like cash with a T. Tash! Uh, Yeah, thank you guys. That was a huge amount of fun. That, yeah, we, we really enjoyed it. Thank you for making another room. It's been very cool to have you on again. My pleasure. If people want to hear uh, Dave's original room, you can go back to uh, episode 15, I think, yeah. of season one, and you can hear his original room, which was, which was a great, uh, it was set in a submarine. It was a huge amount of fun. Again, really fun characters, really good puzzles. Incidentally, um, I've just had something that's been haunting me ever since that episode, oh, really? which was that when we finished it, the NPC character in that room who got us stuck in this whole situation, I slapped him at the end for his <laughs> idiocy. And then I remembered at the start, Dave, you had told us specifically that, that he had, had ten- something neurological that meant he had memory problems. You're and terrible. I was just <laughs> blaming him. And as soon as we stopped recording, I felt That's like so the bad. worst person. Um. <laughs> He's tough. He handled uh, yes. it just fine. Oh. Uh, yeah, so go back to that if you want to listen to it. It was it was a huge. I think it, the uh, title was that twenty thousand escape 
wasps under the sea. Twin dozen puzzles under the sea. Yeah, twin dozen puzzles under the sea. Um, slash of, of Megalodon and Man. Yes. Uh, and the room is available as well. You can, you can play it just the same as you did with ours. It was, it's a great room. So definitely go Your back and Dave's listen to it. Dave's fancy looking notes inspired me to actually use fancy fonts notes. and backgrounds and page <laughs> numbers on mine. Also, if you really liked those, uh, the, the voice acting and uh, death acting talents of our <laughs> guests, uh, Manda and Errol are from Room Escape Divas, which if you're not listening to that and you're listening to this, I don't understand. Go listen to their show. Uh, and also ask to have to us show. back as NPC characters. Maybe I shouldn't ask yes, you guys Yes, yeah. Look, that, they want to know, come back. So if you no. really enjoyed their, <laughs> if you enjoyed their voice acting talents, uh, tweet about it. If we get lots of tweets, we'll bring them back for every episode. They'll just want so man pants fun. back. No, oh, I, I, I want to do this again. again. It was a lot of fun. I would love to do it again, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, for us, uh, look, we have uh, a, a Facebook. You can, you can go and follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, those are all linked underneath. Facebook is Escape This Podcast. Uh, I think Twitter and Instagram are both at Esk This Podcast. I'm not sure about the Instagram. Uh, we have an email. Send us an email at escapethispod at gmail.com. We respond to every email that we get. Uh, sometimes it takes us a tiny bit of time, but we do. Uh, some people have talked about the show, just wanted to chat. Some people have asked for puzzle help. Um, if you do want to contact us, those are all the places you can find us. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Every patron uh, has the chance to appear in one of our episodes. Uh, we didn't have a patron appear in this well, episode. Well, we don't know that. And we there's might someone have called Hayden signed up since. You never know. But there's also there's bonus episodes. There should be three bonus episodes up now uh, that you can listen to of us doing uh, old murder mystery stories and turning them into playable experiences, which has been a huge amount of fun. Uh, and then there's other uh, rewards. There's badges and, and various other things that we've got up there. So definitely go check it out. The link is below. Uh, or above or beside or however it is organized in your podcatcher of choice. Uh, but with that, I think we're done. Danny, what do we have coming up in our next episode? I have no idea what we have coming up in our next episode because this is getting to be a little bit of a trend to end this season. We're going to have another guest writer. You made it through the bad times, you made it through the good, you always knew you could.